Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show Hey, listener, Zach Harper here, Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467369. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6 1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey and Big Jerv. Hell of a show for you guys today, man. Uh, we got Power, I, I, uh, Raising Canaan, Episode 6. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns. Scandal. As the report came out, 43 pages dictating and demonstrating that he said the N-word multiple times, among other really heinous charges in there as well. We'll talk about that. And Atlanta is back. Atlanta's back with two whole episodes, and the boys tell me Atlanta's not only back like as in the show is back on air, but Atlanta is back. The Atlanta that we know and remembered and loved is back the way it was. None of this anthology shit that Donald Glover was trying to sneak beneath the radar last season. But first, www.patreon.com slash count the dings. That's where you go to become a Patreon. That's where you get access to all the extra perks like the live watch-along. Shout-out to everybody who watched NFL Week 1 with us. What, what, what game did y'all watch last Sunday, Trey? Um, I didn't watch it. It was you. It was you and uh, I, no. I watched Monday was, Night Football. I did. I did Monday Night Football. Uh, Broncos versus Seahawks. But then on Sunday, someone, someone, they did one. Oh, game. so we're what it was. No, so we're doing Rams Falcons today. Oh yeah, well that, that's yeah. Well, that, by the time they listened to this yesterday, it would have been Rams Falcons. That's right. So, yes. We're doing this. We're doing this every week, sometimes multiple games a week, like we did in week one. You want to be around for this. It's fun. It's funny. We all get along. Everyone's got a beverage in their hand. It's a good time. Come hang out with us, interact with us, do the damn thing. Also, we got the watch alongs for Cinephobe. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. The, the watch alongs for Rewatchingtons. That's where Zach Harper and Anthony Mays and I watch movies that we watched previously. And again, we do it live. You guys can sit there and uh, we'll reminisce. We'll have some fun. We'll, we'll joke around. Be a Patreon, man. You don't miss out on this extra content. Don't miss out on the overflow where we've been doing Game of Thrones. Every Tuesday we review um, the previous Sunday's Game of Thrones. Don't miss out on the Discord. Don't miss out on all the perks. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash count the dings. All right, fellas. Atlanta has started. Go ahead, man. Give the people the review they've been clamoring for. Jerv, so far, what did you think about it? I mean, it was just a breath of fresh air that, that homie didn't give us any fucking uh, off-topic episodes. Um, I still don't know what the hell Paperboy's uh, status is. Like, I still don't know if he's... You know what I mean? Like one of the top dudes out. Is he freshman at a, you know, is he in the freshman class? Like I felt like they could do a little deeper dive into that. Um oh, but, beyond I mean, that, bro. They're rich as hell. I'm yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, Ern apparently has a throwaway car at this point. Yeah, but it's been three years. So they said that. Yeah. I mean, at this point in time, he's done, you know what I mean? Like the kid is older now. Like it's a lot that mm. doesn't happen. They done came back and did a bunch of stuff. Um, but, man, the first episode got straight to it, bro. You know, you got Darius at Target trying to, you know, do the right thing and in, in, in return a, a, a air fryer. Meanwhile, niggas is looting. And he's like, you know, obviously there's catastrophe. And it's like, uh, even when, the, I mean, it's like some irony into it. And, you know, if you look at to it, like even when a nigga trying to do right, Nigga still gonna do wrong. You know what I mean? The cashier was so spooked out about the whole shit. He like, nigga, are you seriously trying to return an air fryer while everybody's looting? So he's like, continues to do his job, realizes that it don't even matter, takes the money and runs off. So he's stuck with this air fryer. And they spoof the lady that's in the wheelchair, the motorized wheelchair with the knife. So the knife lady that got hit with the bag of flour and spends this entire uh, episode chasing after him so Darius is like kind of like am I tripping or am I not tripping but this lady is literally going after vengeance of trying to defend this store after it's been looted um they go to Atlantic Station 
I've never been to Atlantic Station, but I'm assuming that's a real place in Atlanta. I think I think so. Like a like an outdoor like an outdoor mall. I don't know. Maybe I mean could jump in on that one. Um, but pretty much it's a twilight zone. And in this twilight zone, they're running into all their exes. And at first I didn't know what it was getting at it. I was like, dang, is this like Earn just like he's out with his girl and he runs into a chick that he used to close and like now it's like super awkward and now she's gonna be on his head. But then she runs into an ex and then it keeps going. And like I thought that was kind of entertaining too, like thinking about it in that in that aspect of like places that you don't go and you run into everybody or you know, like the randomest places. And I feel like that for me is like Lone Beach. I go to Lone Beach, I randomly run into like the most random folks ever, dog. Like people I haven't seen, I couldn't even tell you, bro. Probably middle school. I ran into a, a college teammate. I'm like, what are you doing in Long Beach, bro? Like, out of all the places. So, Jerb, is there any place in Philly that you always run into somebody? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily a place because I don't be those places. Um, but I'll say that there's certain events that happen or certain things that come up and I just be like, damn, if I go there, I know that such and such or there's a good chance I might run into people. And you know me, I ain't really the, you know, I, I like talking to my peoples, but um, I actually don't have to talk to anybody. I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine going somewhere and not conversing with people. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not the dude that if you see me and you be like, oh shit, I, that's Jerv. I ain't seen Jerv in a minute. Eh. You ain't gotta come say hi. You know what I mean? Like you can if you want, but like, don't break your neck. Like I'll be all right, yo. Like I, I ain't gonna feel no type of way if we don't have a conversation. But I would say South Street, South Street in Philly, um, is probably somewhere that I generally can go down there and see somebody I know. Um, not necessarily an ex or anything like that, but definitely a homie or or ex. You know what I'm saying? Like, but South Street is definitely um, South Street is definitely one of those um places in philly that i can go to and it's like a 90 percent chance i'm gonna run into somebody i know word so like all this is connected somehow some way you got darius running away from the the motorized uh wheelchair lady who her battery somehow won't die she's everywhere and she's like the turtle versus the rabbit bro she just finds her way no matter how long it takes her right then you got uh earn and van stuck in this x loophole Atlantic Station, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, I can't, Paperboy is in traffic, stuck. He finds out that Blue Blood, Blue Blood dies, who's a, you know, rapper who inspired him, which, you know, it's voiced by Earl Sweatshirt, um, but also plays off another rapper that we know who randomly passed away, but his stuff kept coming out, or we found out that, um, he passed away three months ago and we just now finding out about it, which was MF doom. And I was just like, what? So the fact that he was like, you know, through the music, he left like clues in the album as a scavenger hunt that I led her doing all this shit. So he went to the barbecue. He, you know, watched the movie with 3d glasses. He ended up, um, scanning somebody's tattoo and it led him to this funeral now the man's been dead for so long he finds his wife there and the wife is like yeah he just didn't enjoy himself he constantly dedicated himself to work especially putting this and only five people had shown up so earns like i mean uh paperboy's like yo can i see the body it's a skeleton with tim i mean with, with the new york fitted on it was the sickest, or was it Atlanta? Might have been Atlanta fitted. I think it was Atlanta. But it was the sickest fitted, sickest setup. And I thought Paperboy was gonna like leave with the wife or like close out or do something cool. She was choosing. She, she was, was definitely, definitely choosing. She was definitely in the moment. But after he's really inspired by this whole thing, and I don't know what overall message it left, but they wind up all together. Van and Van and Earn go through some little dark door that pushes them to the that pushes them to the funeral where they find uh 
they find Paperboy. And as they're leaving, they see Darius outside stranded, but exhausted and kind of beat down from and still carrying this air fryer. And I think the funniest part, too, about the air fryer part was he was like, yeah, I'm returning this because I realized I have an oven. It was kind of like shade at people that have air fryers. Um, but it was a bunch of shady shit in there that was just kind of like that stuck out. And then the girl, one of the urns ex, he gives her the air fryer. And now the lady is after her now. She's no longer worried about Darius. So after that long, exhausting day, you know, that was one hell of an episode. But I thought it was so funny, dude. Like, that's the Atlanta that I really liked. Um, not the serious shit that they was trying to pull overseas and, you know, do all that extra shit. Yo, were you, let me ask you this. Cause I, you know, it was two episodes that dropped, right? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. When, when episode two starts, mm-hmm. did you get worried at first? Cause I was a little worried. Like, Oh, here, this nigga go again with the off brand shit. Like, here we go. But I mean, he made it all come full circle. So it wasn't. You know. No, I mean, I, I I wasn't tripping. I was just trying to let it unfold. I tried okay. like to give it the benefit of the doubt. Now, if we 15 minutes in and it ain't really made sense, like, you know, I thought it was pretty dope hitting on the therapy part. Um, but he's also hit on this on the shop, too, saying, like, how petty he really was. So this character is, like, art imitating life of Earn being this petty. Um, I could see a meme being that petty. Um, but also... To an 100%. extent, that definitely could be like an mean type situation. So the fact that he's venting to his therapist about this particular moment that made him, you know, be less vulnerable, have his guard up, and how this woman betrayed him, and he thought they were friends, and he's been like plotting on this shit whenever he potentially could. You know what I'm saying? And it finally it was this moment where he's hired paid actors to like have this woman quit her job, make her feel like she's wanted by this illustration company and shit like that. And then, you know, hire the kids and everything, bro, to just leave and just shut her shit down, even a TV and have it filmed. That was probably the most pettiest shit to a point where um, Paperboy and Darius couldn't even really agree with this shit. Like, hey, bro, that, that ain't wow. cool. You know what I'm saying? To that point. And, um, he was telling the actor, like, nigga, yeah, I might get you too, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that he was even that locked in, um, and it was crazy because, like, again, it just shows how people will spike their way into success. You know what I'm saying? And different things of, like, that focus that, that, that burns fire into you. Like, you know what I mean? You got people that have different goals, and his goals was spike. Spike drove him to spite princeton the girl you know what i mean and do all these things so um interesting episode what were you gonna say i wasn't i wasn't too worried i like i wasn't the princeton part i was like yo you know what i get that shit like they ain't fuck with you like now they i mean and for lack of a better phrase now they on your dick right like oh you you made it now they like oh oh can you come back can you speak this is like nah y'all got rid of me like why why would i want to come back there or whatever the case may be but I, I i fool with the spite part the only concern i have with it is i feel like my man amin needs to be a little bit cautious because if you know my man donald glover not my mans but you know the homie donald glover is, has shown that uh he's he's spiteful so i don't know if he's ever gonna run into a mean or no shit like that but if i was a mean i'd be super duper cautious of any gracious I just think it'd be a spite off. <laughs> two two niggas just being spiteful to just each other spiteful. for no reason. <laughs> Amigo go broke trying to spite off, but in the process, that nigga gonna be spiting the fuck up, bro. Spite Lee. <laughs> spite Lee. I love it. Start calling niggas Spite Lee, dog. <laughs> it's just so funny, man, when you really think about it. I ain't never have you ever been that spiteful? Nah, because at the end of the day, I got a conscious man, and I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want that karma on me. And um, 
I mean, I've I've done some spiteful shit, but not to that level. I, I would never do nothing like that because I'm not trying to ruin anybody's life. Like, I'll fuck with you for a second. Like, I'll be spiteful in things that don't impact your life. Like, I'll be spiteful in, like, Madden or, or 2K or fucking fantasy football or some shit like that. But, like, eh, I can't. I, I Like, she'll never know what Earn did. But, like, if she ever found out that was me... I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself. I'll just say, like, Earn would have to, like, literally be on his P's and Q's because I'd be, like, I'd be on that nigga's ass. Pause. Yeah, I mean, it was so crazy because I really, I when they was talking about it and they just had this random woman in there, I'm thinking, like, it had something to do with something positive. And the fact that they were, like, tied in, oh, my God, yo. That shit was fucking crazy. And he had that shit, and he had that shit live streaming on the fucking... Like, yo, how much bread do they have? Like, damn. I mean, if he doing world tours, fool. Yeah, that's real. He got to be a big artist and earns getting 15%. Whew. Like, I want to be somebody's manager. I <laughs> should have set up sweet, bro. So, you know, he was able to do what he needed to do. And, you know, I thought it was hilarious, too. And funny that niggas is like, oh, this nigga really got, he using my money, nigga, to go pay, to give the money away to go to therapy. Like, niggas associate being rich with going therapy. I mean, therapy is expensive, but I think it is a great investment. Facts. I mean, and and again, I think, you know, for as much shit as we give, um, well, not really us. It's really a mean against Donald Glover shit, but as much shit as Donald Glover gets on this particular podcast, um, I did appreciate um I did appreciate him tackling. I, you know, I felt like the in episode one the Karen shit was funny, but it's a little outdated because again, like we talked about with Flatbush, you know, what I mean, like it's we appreciated how Flatbush just went past COVID, but P Valley, you know, made it seem like you know we was the shit just happened. So you know, I, I appreciated what they did with that or whatever the case may be. But I I also appreciated the fact that he tackled. A, a topic that you know like you just mentioned like with therapy you know what i mean like he showed he kind of you know and i hope people were able to to peep it he kind of showed the ignorance on on the homie level when people say oh yo i'm going to therapy and then niggas just be like you know paperboy you know outside of him saying yo you you this must be rich nigga problems the nigga first said to him yo you got us you know what i mean like what you need therapy for and i think that is the fucked up mentality. Yeah, it's the overall people, thought process. Yeah, like and and you know because your best friends or your girlfriend or your brother or whomever your sister whomever like it's kind of hard expecting them to give you anything other than a uh, one sided answer when in, in in when in all actuality the therapist and the homie that played the therapist did a good job of of showing what I've what I've at least experienced when I've gone to therapy and stuff like that which is you know a, a neutral mindset of a person. That sits there and says, "Oh, all right, you know what I mean," and uh, you know, and kind of talks you through things. And I, I thought Earn did a, a nice job of showing how when we first go to therapy, we too cool for school, right? Like, you know, what I mean, I'm good. Da, 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 da. But then, like, you know, you make a comment, and your therapist just unpacks that one comment that allows you to then open up. So I, I I really thought the therapy scenes outside of him just going to therapy, I felt everything surrounding the therapy, the, the, the friends reactions and, and just how Earn went through the process of therapy. I thought that was I thought that was super dope. I appreciated him um, making that a topic of discussion. Um, and, you know, I, if this is what we're going to get and what is I'm assuming this is this is the last season. I think that's yes. what they said, right? And what what and what they're saying is the last season. I'm I'm you know I don't want to get super duper topical because again I didn't come to Atlanta to have I didn't go watch Atlanta to to tackle the diversity or the issues that are happening in the world. I came mm -hmm. to watch Atlanta to watch a rapping ass nigga become world famous, get this money, and again, like we said. Um, I want to say whenever the hell the last episode we did, yo, dog, we don't even know if this man like blew a check on his mama's house or anything like that. Like, I know it sounds dumb, but damn, bro, like at least at least show like, all right, we see that y'all got the cars. 
Earn clearly don't give a fuck about his car because he was like, yo, they can have that car, right? Whether mm-hmm. that was tongue in cheek or not. But clearly, Earn and them got enough bread. But you know what I mean? Yo, just let me know. Like, did you buy a chain? Did you did you did you buy a, your mama house? Did you buy your baby mama house? Did you buy, you know what I mean? Like whomever, did you buy, did you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm curious to just see what they do with this this season. I hope that we don't get too topical. You know what I mean? With all that's going on in the world, because while I think that it's important that people represent that on television and and give us, you know, the the ins and outs of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I just want to know what paper, Paperboy has done. And 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 in two episodes, we still haven't gotten anything out of Paperboy other than him going on the search for, uh you know, the fake MF Doom uh, character. Again, I thought that was dope. I appreciated them shouting out Doom. You know what I mean? The because I don't really feel anyone has said much about Doom on any type of like platform that 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 people are consuming outside of like the brief mentions and maybe like a podcast or two. So I thought it was I thought it was dope that they that they gave him his basically his flowers, right? Like, you know, showing how much he impacted a lot of people. And you know, um, you know, I, I so I'm excited for the season. I I I hope. If nothing else, we at least get what we got in episodes one and two. But I would just like a little bit more comedy to a degree. Yeah, I think, I think, but again, these are type of situations where it's not talking to just one crowd. So what we want solely can't be directed, like consumer facing. That's the same thing as like we talk about Nike, we talk about music. The stuff that we want, it doesn't just serve to us. Facts. Because if it was up to me, if it was up to me, Nike would just put out Air Max Ones every day. <laughs> Fuck all this other shit. Nike would just have Air Max Ones and lose out on a ton of consumers, but I'd be happy. And that's the thing. You have to help. That's what I said. There's a group of people that enjoyed last season. We are not part of that group. We, we are definitely not a, a part of that we group. We just want a certain part of the other stuff which everybody else is like yo this is profound you know what i mean we oh, just so want the humor he's bro. tackling like, all the topics and he's yeah. say not, that shit cnn or some shit bro i just want to laugh and i want to see some ratchet shit there you go exactly so there you go you know you know what it is hello listener guess who's back it's me anthony mays your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about butcher box. Butcher box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then it's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture you are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than butcher box so sign up at butcherbox.com dings d-i-n-g-s and get our special deal ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Okay, so as you guys may or may not know this week, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, The investigation came back after they spent 10 months interviewing workers, employees, past and present, and all types of people around the team. They found out that pretty much everything that was in that ESPN article that came out a year ago was true, was factual. What's exactly what niggas was saying is happening in there. And 
I've been talking about it for obviously the better part of the the week because people are hitting me up, both friends and stuff, asking me questions. People who I used to work with, and obviously all, all the media people asking me to come on podcasts and shows and stuff. But the one thing I want to point out, and I don't know if I re, re, um I, I I emphasize it enough, but this is what Robert Sarver said when the scandal first came out, when the story first came out, excuse me, this is what he said this week, right? Said good leadership requires accountability for the sons of Mercury organizations. That begins with me. While I disagree with some of the particulars of the NBA's report, I'd like to apologize for my words and actions that offended our employees. I take full responsibility for what I've done. I'm sorry for causing this pain, and these errors in judgment are not consistent with my personal philosophy or my values. Now, the problem with that, folks, is that a year ago, when this story first broke, these are his words. I'm wholly shocked by some of the allegations purported by ESPN about me, personally, or about the Suns and Mercury organizations. While I cannot begin to know how to respond to some of these vague suggestions made by mostly anonymous voices, I can certainly tell you that some of the claims I find repugnant to my nature and to the character of the Suns Mercury workplace, and I can tell you they never, ever happened. First and foremost, I reject any insinuation of personal or organizational racism or gender discrimination. I despise language that disrespects any individuals regardless of race, gender, preference, or choice. Such language has no place in business or at home in what I consider sons and Mercury families. I categorically deny any and all suggestions that I use disparaging language related to race or gender. Then the story came out, and this is what he said after the story came out. I continue to be shocked by the false reporting from Baxter Holmes. That's the ESPN reporter who wrote the, the article. While there's no much, there's so much that is inaccurate and misleading in the story that I hardly know where to begin with. Let me be clear. The N-word is not part of my vocabulary. I have never called anyone or any group of people the N-word or referred to anyone or any group of people by that word, either verbally or in writing. I don't use that word. It's abhorrent and ugly and denigrating and against everything I believe in. The way I lead my personal and professional life makes that clear. Instead of reporting the truth, Holmes' story is based on misrepresentations from former Suns coach Earl Watson and other unnamed sources. He put sources in quotes. Mr. Watson created an unprofessional and toxic atmosphere in our organization. He's clearly not a credible source. Despite hearing from witness after witness that disputed Mr. Watson's stories, Mr. Holmes completely disregarded the truth here. Now we're in the position of trying to disprove things that did not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, this man not only did it, but he lied his ass off. Hard on some Lance Armstrong shit. Shitting on people for telling the truth about him. I got one more statement I want to read here to you guys. This is from the president and CEO of the Suns, Jason Rowley. With respects to recent with respect to recent reports about a forthcoming ESPN article regarding Robert Sarver and our organization, I will simply say that we are aware of the false narratives it contains and plan to respond accordingly. The story is completely outrageous and false. It doesn't represent at all the Robert Sarver I've worked alongside of for 14, 15 years. He's not a racist and he's not a sexist. I will also say that the reporter in this instance has shown a reckless disregard for the truth. In other words, this nigga lied too. I mean, like, straight, bold face, look you in the eye, lie to tell people that what was happening was not happening. That's not, oh, I didn't know, or oh, I didn't think, it, that's like, y'all are going after people, calling into uh, account their reputations and their character. And it's sick, and it's sick to me that, like, even though we can talk about Sarver and whether the punishment was enough or not, but it's sick to me there's a lot of people in that story who are just going to slide. They're just going to skate. And that's just, that's just wrong.
That nigga, whatever he said, he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect time to use that. Um, yeah. but you're right. I mean, um, and I, I, I honestly, I think this would have swept under the rug if LeBron doesn't tweet. That's the uh, crazy thing about it because the, what, I look like at a it year like ago. This. You mean? Or no, I'm just or... talking about this this constant this one year slap on the wrist. I don't think we're done with this. Oh no, I I think I think it's a plan. Yeah, I think that that wasn't like that wasn't like LeBron tweeted and everything. Hey, let's do something. I think like they planned this shit. LeBron. Oh yeah, no, this banana bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on it to trickle. Like, all right, but yep. Chris Paul was actually doing some organization shit, so he didn't really have time to like really kind of respond to it. And then it came mm -hmm. out, and then from there, you know, again they put more pressure. Obviously, it's a good old boys club, but like, it's ugly. It's ugly. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't one of them ones where you can be like. And I think the owners were a little mum about it because you can't. Want, you don't want to throw rocks at a glass house. And he might burn it down, the, you know. That's the lunch the table, buddy. That's yeah. the lunch table. You don't want to laugh too hard. Like, what you laughing at over there? I know, I know you ain't laughing. I know you ain't talking as much shit you've been up to over there. There's a know, lot of skeletons think. in them closets, man. But but the way the way the change happens is what's starting to happen, which is starts with a w one of the minority owners says, "Yeah, this this dude needs to resign." And then B, sponsors, because the PayPal who sponsor the patch, and they have a lot of other sponsorship deals around the Suns organization and arena. They say, if he's back, we're out. We're not going to renew. And so other sponsors follow suit because someone pointed this out to me today. Actually, it was Jason Jackson told me the NBA didn't force, didn't kick Donald Sterling out or force him out. It was. Shelly Sterling that made him sell the team. The Hawks, when they had their scandal, they weren't forced to sell. They sold on their own. The Panthers, when their owner, Jerry Richardson, had his shit go down, he wasn't he sold on his own. Typically, what happens is the scandal comes out, the league is like, this is very bad. And then the sponsors start being like, I don't want to be associated with this guy. And once the sponsors say that, then it turns into, though, we can't make money. Like, these are our revenue streams, and they go away. So, it, you know, if, if something's going to happen, it needs to happen with this momentum right now. Because if he come back in a year, man, ain't nobody going to remember. Look, I'm a, I told people, man. I'd be surprised if people remember past week two of the NFL weekend. Right? Like games are kicking off right now. Ain't nobody like we gotta have a whole slate of news stories for next week that are all NFL related. I, I'll be real. I uh when 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 the news broke that you know the punishment was coming down, I forgot all about it. Just I mean, just just to be honest, I forgot all about I mean it was a year ago, right? Like in a year ago now feels like fucking five years has passed or whatever the case may be. So you, you're right. Like if, if, if by the time, if anything happens, you know, people are going to not, not everyone, but there's, there's going to be a, a, a large population of sports fans that are literally going to, to not remember until someone brings it up. Right. You know what I mean? Oh That's no, real. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be know, between, Trey, Trey, between the Nets and this. No, it's gonna happen because it's about to, you know. Um, I don't have to give too much, but yeah, I'll text okay, you, yeah. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> but <laughs> something about to happen. Just know. Um, but overall, um, yeah, nah, the NFL loves showing their ass. They got a scandal every single day. It, like Brett Favre, this nigga don't even play no more. Dog, this yeah, nigga, yo, yo, terrible human being, yo. yo. How wild is that shit? You know how wild it is? You don't know. Mississippi, which is one of the most piece of shit states in the entire union, like they don't even have clean water down there as the we talked about this show. Like one of the poorest, poorest states. They were paying Brett Favre for motivational speeches, which already is just dumb as shit. That he didn't even give? Like, just here's some money. Let's say you said these speeches. And the worst part was they had the text message. 
They had text message all asked when the nigga said, Now you sure ain't nobody gonna find out about this? I'm like, oh he always get caught up in text. Whether Damn, it's sending bro. nudes, he just need he don't need a phone. Nigga, yeah. But but, but to be honest, <laughs> that nigga need to go to jail. A lot of people need to go to jail, man. Is he need to go to this jail? Was the P- this was PPP loans, right? No, no, the nigga. state was paying the state him. They was just paying that nigga out the pocket. And and what's crazy is, I know people be on Joe Biden ass and on the government ass and all this other shit. They funded uh, Mississippi. This Jackson, Mississippi shit should not have happened. They allowed this shit happen. They just dirty and crooked down there. And they kept the money and only gave it to a certain group of communities and left the poor 80%. They built the, 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 Favre took that money and built a volleyball stadium for the college or whatever that his girl go to school at. That yeah, where she daughter plays goes. volleyball, by the way. Couldn't he just do that with the bread he made going. from fucking playing this football? This nigga made over $100 million, sure. bro. But the fact that sure. you could take sure. the money that people don't think that they have that's another thing. I don't, again, not trying to insult anybody there from Mississippi, friend. but at the end of the day, you got to look at they don't even know that money there. Niggas say, oh, they ain't going to worry about yeah, it. Man. Fuck it. We gonna and it, was like a, it was like a hundred M's, right? Nigga, he's getting chipped. <laughs> Dog, getting chipped. It's, it's, it is. Why the poor stay poor and the rich get richer. Exactly. Exactly. In the crooked letter, crooked letter <laughs> state. Am <laughs> I crooked letter, crooked letter? I crooked letter, crooked letter. If you saved the pink, uh, you might not have been man. as mad. For real, man. <laughs> Damn, man. We're going to have what, that uh, casino, casino about to, about to open. But man, it's, it, it's, it's definitely depressing when you think about it. But it's like, I don't know, man. How much of this shit happens every day except it's not with someone named Brett Favre, right? How much of this shit's happening every day and you just don't know? I mean, I've worked in local news lots of years. If you watch local news, this shit happens all the time. There's always a politician or a wife or a husband or a sister or a cousin or a nephew of a politician that's always getting caught up in some type of scam. So you're right. This shit happens all the time. I don't necessarily think it's a hundred million. You know what I mean? I, that, that's kind of wild that, that you were scamming for like a hundred M's. Like that's, oh, that's, that's crazy. That's a lot of that's money. That's, that's a contract. Yeah, that's, that's a contract. That's, that's, that's a max that's deal. What, you just scammed a max deal. Out. That's what Jared Allen got. Jared Allen got a hundred million dollar deal, right? Like, damn, bro. That's, I mean, it's, it's insane. I bet, like, I, again, I, I've reached a point. Maybe I'm just super cynical. I, like, I don't, I'm not shocked by any of this shit anymore. Like, yeah, kind of sounds about right. All right, let's, uh, let's close out with some power talk right here. Hmm. How about that, man? That. Interesting episode. Uh, Neek trying to play chess, nigga, not checkers. Dog, that is a that was a crazy. That, that is move. that is a great move, except for the fact that like we didn't know that he was cool with the Italians until literally like this episode. Yeah, he never. They, bro, I mean, like if they had set that precedent like well, a I season knew, ago, well, I knew I knew the the episode prior to. How? Yeah, we found out last weekend when, when last Warrell, episode when Warrell got them robbed. When it was like when they made him get out, they had met already. Him and Nick had met and kind of planned this, where he kind of told him about Rock's supply and had them rob. Oh said, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And tipped off Warrell's drive to Jersey, and he gets yeah. out and he's like, and they're not even going to like harm him or grab him or do anything. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So Nick, that was his plan initially. You know what I'm saying? But got I just it. think oh, they yeah. just not just they not fucking with a woman and then. You know, running that shit and just being in Jersey, like trying to be greedy. So Neek brilliantly got his way into the system. You know, obviously Rock has a, a plan. Her plans never really go as planned. They're very wild and cost people a lot of shit on her way of doing things. She's she's a bad boss like fucking John Gotti. 
But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what I mean? She still make it look good somehow, some way. Uh, question. What's up, gang? I, I fathom myself as someone that um, watches a lot of mafia, mafia stuff type type stuff. Like that's my that's my shit, right? Like it's mafia. Right. Mafia shit, titties and ass, jerves watching, right? Like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be that vulgar, but that's just literally what it is, right? Who, mafia who, or TNA. Who, who, who knew uh, our resident mafia specialist, John Gervais, was checking in? Let's go. Tell us more. I, I mean, I, in the history of anything I've ever watched mafia-related, New York has never had to ask Jersey for shit. Like, no one from New York respects the mafia from Jersey, like even the Sopranos, they didn't, they didn't give them, they didn't look at them as a, as a, as a family. You know what I mean? They always, they always referred to them as a glorified crew. Now I get it. It's a different time. The Italians grew up with a lot of Italians, had some, you know, went to school with Italians that had, uh, my, that, that were related to like the big name mafia guys. So like, right. I know how their mind frame works. So I know the whole, uh, you know, darker skin complexion really plays a role with mafia people yeah, as far they as they don't the fuck with moolies, just go yeah, ahead and right. Say. <laughs> the eggplants, you know what I'm saying? They don't you know what I'm saying? And then you add a woman in charge, especially back then, that's even that's even crazier to them. But I don't think I don't understand why a, a crew that looks like they're running multiple parts, multiple boroughs in New York. Would would have that much issue with Jersey? I just I can't I mean, I see think that. I'm gonna so I'm gonna push back and say the mafia is still a mafia, Jerv. Regardless of however you think about it, you know what I'm saying. Okay. But this is 1991, right? Yeah. So we don't know what this quote unquote is, and this is also in the words of a mean. Power. Oh, it's power, bro. So cool. We just into the storytelling. We're bringing in a new group because we accidentally killed off some people that actually could have potentially yeah. been villains in this shit. So let's. Yeah, we need new villains. We need. We need new. And villains. we need them to sh show up all together, seventeen at a time, in like five cars at all times. With I've never seen those. I've never seen anyone have those type of limousine type cars other than mafia people. Like whoever made that one, they made it specifically for mafia. Yes, the stretch Lincoln, the stretch town car, whatever it's yeah. called. That's funny, um, man. Marvin finds out that jukebox mom's home. I thought he was gonna harm her. Why is juke? Did jukebox really like have mommy issues to that point where she's gonna wear dresses and shit? I'm like, why are you doing? Yeah, this, Yeah, now they forcing it. They was forcing it, and then you know, Lorraine is. You know, La come Laverne, 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 and it's so crazy because I was funny. Her her Apollo crew seen her out yeah. with her mom. Hey, was like, you buying shit now? <laughs> that shit was yeah. funny. This show, this show had like two funny ass lines. Uh, the, or the, three. the jail shit with famous. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, man, yeah, it's a bunch of shit. Okay, so the jail shit with famous was fucking hilarious. It's like street theater bodies. Like, yeah, you know this shit. It's a trash. It's it's trash. <laughs> That was a jerv line too, by the way. That was that was that was, that was definitely that was definitely me right there. That nigga looked like Hispanic jerv for sure. Uh, you had uh, the dude whose name escapes me, uh, who's like the other the guy who collects the art backhanding. Like, Are you give me a hand. Oh, he, he slapped the light skinned nigga. <laughs> that shit was so funny, bro. I that nigga love, got I like, up. He was like. Yo. Light skinned niggas is really disrespected in this in this in this version of power. It's 1991, I, I, bro. I know, and we're fresh off the 80s, and y'all dark skinned niggas was not happy with Vengeance, us anymore. Y'all had y'all had 10 years of 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 Elder Barge and Al B. Shore. Y'all niggas is just like fuck y'all, yo. <laughs> like back that, back that, that, that nigga slapped the shit out that nigga, and Rock was like, mm. but what's he gonna nigga. do though? But let me ask y'all this before we go on, right? You Maybe not you, Trey, because it's hard for you to put yourself in the civilian mindset, right? But if you can, if you can just be a normal human being for once, right? You just got a nine to five, and you, you know, you're there. And it's Cartier. Cartier is the name. Cartier. No, Cartier. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. So insert whatever city you live in, and one of them niggas is in the building, right? 
he back slapped the shit out you. Like you just got to eat that, right? I mean, I guess if I'm if I'm just an art dealer or a nigga that just yeah, like you know, helping yeah, artists, you're, you're not you're not you, right? You're not yeah, Trayvon yeah. Edwards. You are a civilian. Yeah, no, I'm getting slapped, nigga. That's it. I'm a peon, nigga. Get <laughs> just get slapped, nigga. I'm gonna hold my face for a little bit because that shit hurts. Yo, get slapped his ass. You got hey, you gotta you gotta also do the Damon Wayans and Blank Man. Oh, like, ah! is, uh, slap me and call me Susan. <laughs> All right, Susan. You like that, Susan? <laughs> he slapped the shit out of him. Oh my god. All right, the other line was when they got they got robbed and they're looking through Paper's crib for like some weapons to go get them. So you ain't got like a bat or a knife or anything. It's like, no, I don't play baseball and I don't cook. I'm sorry, I'm not that Spanish. <laughs> That's real, bro. That, that was, was a that great was like that was like, That's a, a great, little, great right, little spot. My, yo, you brought that up. Mom Dukes, total she creep. Get the yams. She is she a get total creep. Like Kanan ain't nothing but like a sophomore junior in high school. I'm listening. Mom's a now. All right. Mom's is semi, like not even semi. Mom's a guard. Like, I think no, we can agree. Mom's, is, mom's yeah. is way better I mean, than the daughter. Listen, she might be, she might be 37, 38. I, I had to dial it back because we have we have the we have Mr. Edwards on the on I don't want to be disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, you know, we all got different tastes, and, right? And much to the, the contrary of most characters in power, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Most female characters in power don't have cheeks. Like it's a, it's like a modest cheek. Juke was cheeked up though on the sneak. When she turned around, I was looking at that. I like, was like, she can sing too, by the like really sing. I don't know if y'all saw. She life? popped up on my yeah. Like the algorithm now makes her. She's on my Instagram feed, and she can like really oh, really true. sing. Now we can see, see you going to lift weights to her music too. <laughs> nah, <God>. dog. <laughs> nah. Fucking Seven pounds of pressure rolls, bro. Don't do that. Seven pounds TV, of pressure. TV cast stalker. Support Zeke too, nigga. <laughs> Zeke, nah, nigga. Oh, man, right. I miss Zeke, man. I miss Zeke. I'm, I'm so mad. Like, cause he died, right? Didn't he die? At the yeah, end he of... out of here. Yeah, dog, man. That nigga got shot like Omar Epps, nigga. At, uh, don't be a menace. With the white sniper shot, yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss Zeke, man. I got, like, I just remember if they, were, <laughs> it seems to me like an inside job. Fuck them niggas up with that one. Fuck <laughs> niggas up with that one. That's a little young, bro. He's still Yo, killing. Man, by the way, his new, sh his new shit, like the fucking Jameis shit, he be doing. Genuine too? Like, no, but the Jameis shit is funny for real. Because Genuine just be doing weird shit, you know, like dancing. <laughs> that Genuine shit is, that's, that's that's just marketing, bro. Like, it has point, to be. At this point, he's but, just doing shit just to do it. But the just fact to that go the, viral, the, yeah. the one where the nigga lifted his legs up was crazy. <laughs> yo, that's, yo, like, yo, that's like a wild nigga. move. That's a wild position. That nigga, that's looks, I know exactly vacuum. what it looks when like. Nigga said that nigga did like he was doing a vacuum, nigga said. <laughs> Yo, you sick nigga, man, for lifting your whole bottom up off the ground, brothers. Yo, do y'all? Is it just me? Do y'all pay attention to to the gear that they be rocking? Yeah, I at do. All? I did, did you peep? Uh, did you peep that uh, Lou had on the um the pumps? Yeah, the Reebok pumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I thought that. Good. I thought. I thought that was, but I here you go. No, I appreciate that though. I do trying their best, bro. They're trying to. I'll tell you, they're trying their best. But like, like I, I don't remember what week it was. I watched Clockers. Did I? Did we talk about that yeah, last you week? Talked about it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said I never watched and, it. And when watching it, I'm like, oh no, that's how people dressed in the '90s. Like it's weird. Like there, you could. It's weird that you could tell a difference between. People trying to dress trying like they used to dress, to dress like, like trying to emulate and like, it and what's actually yeah, was going on a, during that era. There's a difference. There's a difference for sure. But but they do do a good job, I think, overall as far as their wardrobe. Um, there was one last thing. Oh yeah, Crown gets killed about fucking time, man. Yeah, I was. He was dragging him out. Like, get this nigga up out of here, man. He had to go, but damn, dog. Now we ain't got this. Literally, oh well. Well, I saw the preview. They got a they got a one light skin nigga per episode quota. So crown goes. So my man, what's his name? Sincere or whatever his name is. The 
the one that was smashing rock. Shamar Morfin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shamar, The bull with the yeah, terrible yeah. hairline. Like, he needs a lineup yeah, like yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> like, that shit, wow. Yeah, he comes back next week, but I think he's going to be a rat. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was going to say uh, RIP to Logan Murdoch. <laughs> they killed this guy. Yeah. <laughs> sick, sick, sick kill off, man. <laughs> Yo, speaking of uh, RIP in a, in a sense of power, um, did y'all see Fifth? Uh, I, again, have no idea when he's telling the truth or not. Truth, yeah, everything's but a the, lie. But what? The, the contract is officially over, and he's a free agent now. With the contract with oh, with stars. Yeah, it's it's officially over. Official. So my question to y'all: If it yeah. is official, uh huh. If it's official, and we get a preview saying Power is coming on, I don't know whatever channel. How quickly are you canceling your your star well, subscription? Hold on. Is it hold on, hold on. Is it is the contract for the new shows he creates? Because don't the existing shows continue? Or all of them are like BMF. All of them are coming up off of it. His his post just says that he's finally out of his his contract with Stars and basically basically lose that he's fine. He'll, he'll need to find a uh, a, new a new home, home. for power. So I would assume that would include. BMF, okay. which by the way, we I think they're filming BMF now. So I don't know how contracts work if BMF this season, since they already right. started filming while he was under contract. Or is that a or is that a separate like is that separate from all of this shit? Because yeah. But it, it's not how, how quickly universe. are you dead dumping that shit? Like how quickly? I'm not dumping I'm not dumping stars because I watch movies. I do good for Cinephobe. I gotta watch movies. And so okay. like I have all the movie channels for that reason. Um, the question oh, isn't that, Jerv. The the question is, what? Yeah, man, I got Showtime, I got HBO, I got Cinemax, I got Stars. Now I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at something else. Go I know, ahead. I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to cover. Uh, but <laughs> the question, Jerv, is if they create a power app, are you subscribing Ooh. to that? <sighs> I don't want to. But I got to, right? Well, I ain't subscribing to shit. I'm gonna find me a password. Never probably. Say I only watch it on Hulu anyway, so I ain't never had that shit. So it was how quickly is it on Hulu, Trey? Like, is it on Hulu Same just time. as fast? Oh, I didn't. Well, then I'm good. I got Hulu. Green light gang. Hulu. You gang. Gotta, no, you gotta do an add-on though. So I added it on for like four You're months. Not free, Jerv. I'm not doing all that shit. All right, I'm not. Back, back to square one for Jerv. Yeah. Password. Somebody slot me that password, bro. Don't be Netflix. Don't be tracking passwords either, yo. That's corny. It's it's funny because I got the uh you know NFL ticket app on the TV here. This is Trey's old TV. And so I was like, oh, let me see what it was about. And it's like Trey's password, like login is still in there. I was like, huh. Should I just say, hey, uh, can you uh, remind me of the password <laughs> so I can get all of this Sunday ticket shit? <laughs> Trey, oh, Trey come back and all his profiles is different. And me having me has now hey, has a profile on this listen, shit. Uh, me having a profile would be the sickest shit. I mean, I would be like, all right, bro. But like, yeah, no, that shit was loaded. It had everything on there. Everything. Hey, you know, you know what the you know what the move is if you're trying to like mood drop of someone's thing and not have them notice through their algorithm or whatever. Just create a guest profile, call it guest. And see, people there you tend, go. People tend to not pay attention to that one. I'm a good password hander outer. I create a guest password. I create a guest profile for you off top. So if I give you a password, it's already a guest profile, and I make it clear in my text message. Do not in capital letters use anything other than the guest profile. That's just common courtesy. Don't fuck up. When I, I I'm watching this new show called um narco saints or whatever um and it's basically uh, it's like an asian version of narcos or whatever and it's exactly what i don't like which is english words coming out of mouths and aren't saying english oh stuff. So like, it's, it's like dubbed a, over it's godzilla right like it's godzilla it's, type it's shit it's like right? uh yeah it's like squid game squid well game i never like watched a... squid game i oh, never watched it yeah, yeah Surprise, i just never watched it uh, uh, niggas, uh, niggas was bored during the quarantine. We was watching everything. Squid Game was fucking fire. It shit. was fire. I don't know about the Squid Games too, though. I don't know if I'm gonna tap back nah, in. That shit's almost. That shit was almost nah, like that uh, Joe Exotic. Exotic. Like paid in full too. Yeah. Joe Exotic I, shit. I, I, I tried watching that too. Tiger King too, and I was like, Nah, it ain't it, man. I can't watch you, it. 
Okay. Free my nigga Joe Exotic, yo. Nah, actually, I don't. I don't That's really know. Free, man. I don't know if he's supposed to be free. I just wanted to say that shit. So please, please don't add me. I'm good. I have no idea. He's probably a really terrible human being. Deserves where he needs to be. So I'm not. I just really wanted to say free somebody in Joe Exotica. Fanny Bars and free BG. Um, and oh, free my We are Audi Five Thousand. Thank you, Black Trade. Thank you, Jerv. Thank you, everyone who's been listening. Remember, Patreon subscribers, tomorrow the overflow will be going over the latest episode of Game of Thrones. House of Dragons, Dragons, or Dragons, I don't know. Cisco, some shit like that. Uh, until next time, stay black, motherfuckers.